First things first, I just want to say a very big thank you to everyone that has been tuning into this podcast. The amount of love that um, has really come through is overwhelming. I see the comments. I see the messages. I've responded to as many of them as I can. I have not responded to all of them. Forgive me. But I really just want to say thank you. I'm very grateful. And (laughs) I'm shy. All right. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Say Cheeves. I'm your host, Cheeves, and today I'm alone. I'm joined by myself. Um, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I had uh, put up a link for people to ask me questions um, on my Instagram page, and you guys sent in your questions, and I was like, the time has come, I should answer those questions. So that's kind of what we will be doing today. And by we, I mean me and me. Um, I will be interviewing myself. Not gonna lie, kind of weird, but it's fine. You'll be okay. Thank you to everybody that sent in questions. Unfortunately, I cannot answer all of them, of course, because I don't think we'll have enough time. Um, Additionally, some of the questions were quite repetitive and I feel like they would be answered in other questions. So I tried to take the most representative sample uh, of questions. Um, There were general questions, two specifically, that I will address very quickly. What is my full name? My full name is Chibwe. Um, Yeah, C-H-I-B-W-E. It is like Peter and it means rock. In the Bible, Jesus says, you know, now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock, and upon this rock, I will build my church, and the powers of hell will not conquer it. Or some translations say the gates of hell will not prevail, something like that. That's uh, Matthew 16, verse 18, and that's like the verse that kind of carries me through whenever I think of my name. I'm like, man, I am a platform. God is building something on me, because... I'm Peter too, right? The other question that I got a few times was, what is my sign? I'm not really into horoscopes and signs, things like that. I don't subscribe to it. So my sign is the cross of Christ and I carry it daily. You're welcome. Right. So first things first, this one says, tell me a random fact. I don't know if you mean a random fact about me. Or a random fact in general if you want a random fact in general I can tell you that human beings cannot walk in a straight line without looking at something yeah that's pretty random a random fact about me I love hands I really love hands um, I've told quite a number of people this this fact but there's nothing like a good pair of hands that just <clears throat> You know, mm, mm, mm. Like, no. uh, have I ever cried during a movie? Absolutely. A better question is, which movie have I not cried while watching? But that's also because of the nature of the kind of movies that I like. I like tear jerkers. That's me. Um, you know, I'm a fan of rom-coms and all these true life um, 
movies like movies based on someone's actual life i think oh it's beautiful so yeah i cried i watched encanto i cried i watched coco i cried um i watched just right i cried <laughs> would i leave my significant other for a celebrity many people also asked if i had a significant other um i mean of course i do jesus hallelujah would i leave my significant other for a celebrity not jesus like my physical significant other it depends it depends and why i say it depends is purely because if say i meet somebody and this person just so happens to be a celebrity right and we end up clicking and getting along and stuff like that and it feels right and let's say i've prayed about it and this is something that um I I don't know I am convicted that I should do then yeah totally I could would I leave my significant other by virtue of the other person being a celebrity no I wouldn't do that I wouldn't leave them just because the other person's a celebrity because personally I would not actually want to date a celebrity I feel like that is far too much pressure I'm not really into it but I mean even even vice versa if I happened to be dating a celebrity and again it also just depends on what your definition of a celebrity is because there are some people to me that are like famous famous but apparently we are only like they're Christian famous or something I don't really know what that means to me they're celebrities um, but yeah like if I happen to be with a celebrity and then I meet someone that's not a celebrity and we, you know, like it, it just happens to be this thing where it's like, okay, there's no denying it. This is the better pick for me than yeah, I could. However, just side note, I don't mean in marriage. Ah, if, if we are married, we are married. That is it. There's no better option. There's no nothing. We're in it together forever, my G. There's, there's no such thing. This is purely in, in um, like getting to know someone stage. That's the way that I've read it. I am, um, yeah, my husband and I, we together for life. Uh, if he gets tired of me, well, he must just sleep and wake up not tired anymore. What can we do? And then how do you feature on the podcast? Honestly, just send us a DM. Seriously, we're open to everyone and anyone. And I thank God for every single guest that I've had so far. And even like the recordings that have not been released. Everyone has been quite keen and excited to be on this little journey. Um, so shout out to you. Love you. And then where do I want to be in five years? Gosh. <laughs> I don't even know where I want to be tomorrow. <laughs> Relax. I want to be wherever God wants me to be. And I don't mean that in a generic Christian girl kind of, I just want to be where the Lord wants me. No, 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 no. I genuinely mean it. I want to be walking in my purpose. I want to be doing what God has called me to do. I want to be enjoying it. I want to be where the lord has ordained for me to be and i want to know that that's where he has called me to be right i want to be fully convicted that this is where i'm supposed to be and assure of my position that this is where the lord has called me to be that's that's my goal that's where i'd love to be um how do i do my personal devotion time daily firstly thank you for thinking i do it daily <laughs> ew i'm kidding i do try I don't want to lie and pretend that everything's perfect. There are times when like I, I work, so sometimes I don't have time to do it at the time that I'd have wanted to do it. Or maybe it's like really, really short, or maybe I can just throw in like a little prayer and then be on my way. 
but uh yeah okay so when i'm super busy what i do is i listen to a lot of things i listen to my audio bible i listen to podcasts i listen to teachings because it's like something i can do on the go so i can do that on the bus uh on my way to class and things like that and mindfully praying throughout the day and when i do have more time it really just fluctuates i don't want to lie like i'm i try and be as sensitive as possible to hear what i'm supposed to do for that day so i do have plans if i know that okay i want to finish this particular book or if i'm studying a particular topic and i want to finish this particular topic i know that i'm working towards that however if on a day god is like hey girl i just want you to sit in my presence and not say anything then i do that or if he says today is a day of just thanksgiving and praising the lord and i just want you to sing your heart out which sometimes happens then i do that um it's not always very rigid and the reason i don't like to make it super rigid is that i don't want to put god in a box and make it seem like he's only going to minister to me in some particular way because even though god never changes his methods do right and the way that he would have ministered to me the day before might not be the same way that he wants to do it the next day so i try and stay as sensitive as possible does that song read your bible pray every day it's communication with god and prayer doesn't always have to be okay i am kneeling and my eyes are closed and my hands are clasped together no 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 prayer is is conversation it's like talking to your friend recently i started this thing where i'd pray in the shower so every time i'm in the shower i try and pray uh because it's uninterrupted time that i have and yes i'm showering but i i know that okay for however many minutes i am in this shower i have time to spend with my jesus and i'm gonna utilize it and then my worst personality characteristic this is a little bit tricky for me because I personally would not coin any of my character traits as the worst. Um, the reason for this is I am a work in progress, just like every single one of us, right? So therefore, I would not look at a personality trait that is currently being worked on or one that I recognize needs help and say, okay, this is the worst. I'm not going to declare that over myself. I strongly believe in the power of the tongue. When you tame your tongue, you have tamed your whole body. It is a tiny muscle, but it has such great power, you know. I'm actually going to turn there, James 3. Okay, so James 3 from verse 5 says, So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell. Oh my goodness gracious me. Um, but yeah, like... It's such a powerful tool and the reason I will not declare that this is the worst is because I do not want to subconsciously believe that that character trait is going to stay like that forever. I believe that God is working on, on me, right? And I believe that he's working on you too. And if that is true, it means that I need to allow him to be able to, to put in the work. And therefore I cannot stand and be like, oh, this is the worst and this is the best because that is too definitive. 
I will stand and say, okay, I need to work on this or I, I believe God is working on this in me and you know, this is like going really well. There's still room for progress. I would simply say I have character traits that need to be developed a little bit more than others and I trust that God is going to do that. Uh, so the last few questions that I want to tackle might take a little bit longer. But the first one is, what is my definition of a godly relationship? And they specified between a brother and a sister. And, and by brother and sister, I, let me just point out that we mean a, a brother and a sister in Christ. Because I don't, I don't think that siblings should be dating. Um, if you are dating your sibling, um, don't right but my definition of a godly relationship and uh, this one is but i would say a relationship that honors god however in that honoring of god the relationship itself should have also been ordained by god that is my actual definition of a godly relationship it's one that god says yeah go on ahead and do and in that, it also honors God. And the reason that I say that it should be God-ordained is because you can date anybody, like as Christian brothers and sisters, right? You can date anybody really and honor God in your relationship, but it does not mean that you should be dating just anybody, right? I don't really believe in soulmates. I don't think there's just one particular person that God has, has created for you because if one person messed it up, that would ruin the trajectory of every other person's life. Um, I do believe that he gives us the choice. However, I do believe that God in all his wisdom has specific people that he knows would um, be better destiny helpers than others, right? So I, I don't really think that you can just find a Christian brother, right? in my case, just find any Christian brother and date them. I don't think so. We have to be very sensitive as to whether that is something like an avenue the Lord would have us in, in endeavor. Uh, I have a lot to learn though. Another one, do I have core personal values and what are they? Absolutely, I do. They are the Bible. Uh, my core personal values are found in the Bible. That's the basis of everything. Be like Jesus. However, there are certain things that I, I deem as very, very important for myself personally, right? The first one is integrity. I'm very, very big on that. Now, it doesn't mean that I always get it right. However, I am such an advocate for integrity, sticking to your word, you know, being honest. And um, I feel like within integrity, there are other things that kind of become sub uh, topics in that, which then I cling to. So things like honesty, things like um, staying true to yourself, things like even individualism. And what I mean by individualism isn't living for yourself, right? But having a sense of uniqueness that you stick to that is not swayed by everybody else. Um, being all right with being different. That's a value that I'm learning to value more. Staying true to myself, regardless of how it may make me look in the eyes of other people or even in my own fleshly eyes. What are the most important life lessons that I have learned? Well, my life is still going because I'm so young, right? I feel like a majority of my life lessons that I shall cling to in my old age when i give advice i've not yet learned um 
However, I would say, number one, Jesus is enough, truly. Oh, he really, really is enough. And sometimes, I guess, the world makes it seem like he isn't. But he really, really is. He's literally the answer to every question, you know. And I love him for that. And then lastly, the people you surround yourself with can either hinder or propel your growth. Absolutely. This is something the older I get, the more it hits me. Your people, your environment, specifically people, not even just your environment, but specifically the people you decide to surround yourself with can project your life in either the right direction or the not so favorable one i don't want to say the wrong one but one that is is less than where you should be and um i realized that there is so much value in having a community that stands with the same vision as you and having a community that also believes in you and believes in the future that god has for you um what are my systems to keep me going in life and in academics so firstly if you don't know what systems are uh you could read the book atomic habits i read half of it however one thing that uh he speaks about are systems and uh the the way that he speaks about it is is you know most of the times people have these end goals like oh this is my goal goals for 2023 blah 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 However, there are certain daily habits that you need to put in place in order to achieve that goal. So instead of looking towards the end goal, look towards your systems and your systems are what will put you in place to getting to that goal. So for example, if you're a basketball player and you're like, oh, I want to be in the NBA, I want to be in the NBA. Instead of focusing so much on the NBA itself, focus on the systems, your practice, do it diligently, train consistently, take care of your fitness, take care of your health, you know, stuff like that, like all these tiny apps. Um, habits that you do that will lead you towards that goal so for myself for example um i did have goals and i know the big goals that i do have in mind for myself so the systems that i have right now i mean besides my biblical systems like pray daily there's this book i read seven habits of highly effective people by i think stephen covey yeah and and habit number three is to put first things first so what's important must be put as the most important things and i do that daily so in the morning or at the beginning of the week writing down my plan actually writing it down okay these are things that i cannot end the week without doing these are things that are slightly less important these are things that even if i don't do i won't you know cry about it and things like that and i prioritize them i put them in order and i spread them out throughout my day and i so actually writing itself like actually writing things down planning that's a system that i use and then also things like uh i know that okay i i'm prioritizing my health for example so i need to make sure that i constantly drink a certain amount of water a day this one is very very basic but it's something that's leading me towards a greater goal that i have um there are probably a bunch of other ones i feel like we could talk about it even things like getting accountability for certain stuff that's a pretty big one having an accountability partner that constantly checks on you every single week wow mm. It has changed a lot of things for me. Now I'm like, okay, I have to stay consistent, not even for myself, but because somebody is relying on me to be consistent because they're like accountable um, to me. I'm accountable to them, I mean. 
yeah and then the last um two is there something i can never forgive if yes what would it be absolutely not wow if you knew how many things god has forgiven me for there's nothing that is unforgivable yeah some things might take a long time for me to get over sure my flesh is my flesh but for me to not forgive you for something absolutely not you're most certainly forgiven it hurts maybe we won't be close you're forgiven sorry and then this one the person that wrote this even sent me a message to say that they wrote it okay i'm going to read out the whole question it says it's ecclesiastical and revelationish out here these days lol (laughs) how ought we to live right now what's the line between paying bills and living for christ we are dependent on god and want the freedom to live for him but how can that be reconciled to having to work nine to five when you can't quit let me just say story of my life my goodness gracious me where do we draw the line between our pursuit to um, survive here on earth and our pursuit to live in the kingdom of god right one thing that i i don't know if i have an answer but one thing that i have been taught over the past few years is that life comes in seasons there are phases for everything the way that you're working super hard now might not be the same way that you're working super hard in the future you know and in every single season we have the opportunity to praise to like uh, be pleasing to god to be used by god and to glorify god in that season in your nine to five job you are still able to give glory to god god is not exempt or separated from anything so what makes you think that he's separated from your work sweetheart he's right there working with you how should we live right now we live as though we are living for christ because we are every single day that you wake up you ask him god what can i do to glorify you today use me how best can i be a representation of christ in the things that i'm doing We are living in the physical for our eternal lives. Everything we do now determines the end. We are freely living for Christ even as we are working for man. Uh, 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, Whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, you do all for the glory of God. So whether you work or play, whether you sleep or are awake, whether you're sitting or standing, whether you're crying or laughing, whatever you do, you do all for the glory of God. What is it that I need to change? Is it my mindset? Instead of focusing on this and that and making it black and white, God, shift my perspective to see you and see you in my job and see you in the revelation world that I'm living in and see you and people think everything is pointless let me see the hope that is in Christ Jesus he is our living hope right I feel like I am preaching and I'm going to stop but (laughs) basically that's what I have to say about that I'm sorry if I couldn't get to your questions I'm sorry if I didn't answer your questions in the way that you had intended them to sorry not sorry uh but i just want to say thank you so much everybody if this is your first time hi welcome if this is your second third fourth fifth sixth seventh eighth time hearing the sound of my voice thank you i hope you have a beautiful day go and bless somebody go and be used as salt and light and allow the light of god to shine through you arise shine for your light has come and the glory of the lord has risen upon thee bye